0: This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. That's some good coffee! Alright, um... Mopeds, we're here, we're back, we're in the basement. Fucking, it's normal winter. I don't get it. Like, people are complaining, it's January in the Midwest! We're gonna have negative degrees, people! Okay, I'm not happy about it. Nobody's happy about it. We got freaking deal. It's the sweet and sour, you know. We got it. We got to have some bitterness to get the to get the sweetness. Then so we can get back riding mopeds again. I'm working on mopeds again. I'm doing my podcast again. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to psych myself up. One, uh, my guest just introduce himself right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, my name's Brian Shank, and I'm with the Moped Beach Club, but I am a beach bummer.
0: Oh, no, so, why, uh, why for are those you a beach you, bummer? Do you not beach
1: for those of you that, that don't know? So, uh, the beach bummer there's actually two official beach bummers, and uh, I'm um, me being one of them. And um, so essentially, what a beach bummer is, is a person that kind of has their offsite uh little thing going on. So, I have a garage that I work on all my stuff on, and uh, yeah, we're, so we're kind of a side adjacent to the club. Ah, uh,
0: right on, dude. Um, uh, yes, and sir. that's I bless anybody who can have any club that has a shop but anybody who can work in a group setting because my ADD ass can't do it like there was talk of me possibly moving to ohio a toledo area um nice. like last year and yeah, you know yeah. it still could happen well we don't know okay um but like just life change but like i flat out told andy i go dude i could never I go just to support the community. I'll pay rent for you guys. I'll maybe just have a bike here. But like, right, I could right. never, I could never work in a group setting because I, yeah, I, part of me, it's lo- difficult
1: enough to yeah. keep all your tools like organized if it's just you. And then yeah. you've got like, yeah, five other people, six other people working on stuff at the same time. And I got ADD like crazy. So and I I'm sit a slob. Stuff down. I yeah. mean, I'm not a oh, slob. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not a slob. I just like, when i'm done working shut lights off i don't put anything away right. yeah
1: and I'm, yeah and then i constantly i'll spend a day or two picking up after myself yeah. and and you know next weekend i'm working on something again and i just got shit strung everywhere it's it's mm-hmm. terrible it's bad out there now so
0: well my chase driver colby he'll ask me what i'm doing and i'll up uh, for bakers and i'll be like I'm going to go clean my garage. He goes, dude, you've been cleaning your garage for like five years. now. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have.
1: <laughs> it's never going to get clean. Yeah, no. I've been working no. on stuff. Uh, I've been doing a lot of house stuff. So working on like, uh, actually, I built those doors behind me. Brian, but, where are man. you at?
0: Where are you I'm at? Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: I'm Columbus, Ohio.
0: Okay. So based dude, out of Columbus, Ohio.
1: I actually uh. technically live in Dublin, uh, but, but Columbus is just a short drive. So I think uh, to get to our old shop, RIP, um, it was maybe – a half an hour ride for me but that's like with traffic and stuff like that so
0: realistically maybe like
1: 12 miles no yeah, no no. it was bad. actually like, really nice i have yeah. to
0: ride a half hour to like the normal meetup spot when the cast rollers have their night and it's like it's funny when they um change it because then people are like oh it's so far to ride it's like you right yeah that's <laughs> like you guys have no idea like whatever oh, yeah it's really oh, not got, that bad yeah you gotta yeah, ride the, six the miles thing is, to here oh no i'm sorry
1: <laughs> right if you're riding something that's got a little bit bigger of a kit on it though, you gotta plan for that because you'll burn through gas pretty easy on that one but it's not bad at all dude so hobbit
0: okay that's all I'd say. Right, like <laughs> as much as a cheater bike they are it's not really because you're making a two-thirds more gas stops than everybody else
1: yeah exactly Exactly. And like, so. and like
0: 20 miles you're freaking out like, "Okay guys, we can stop the gas now." Please.
1: I know it doesn't look cool, but I always carry around a backup can, man. I don't want to be the guy that runs out of gas.
0: Dude, but see, Brian, you got to you got to let Jesus take the wheel.
1: Right. And it's just mopeds, right?
0: <laughs> well, I'm telling you, like it's all about I don't know. Well, let's get into it, Brian. Like yeah, here absolutely. on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journey. I.e. the very first time that they ever saw a moped to the beginning to the middle part and what it's like today. So Brian, let me ask you this. What is your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but you can conceptually remember that was a moped.
1: Absolutely. Uh my first memory. So I believe I was in like upstate New York, up in the Adirondacks, and we were at a campground where and I saw
0: Okay, I'm still kinda ignorant upstate new york where like okay you got like new york city and then you got the rest of the state like where yeah, like,
1: way way up way like, way up north. north or west north or east? uh it'd be northeast
0: okay okay i yeah, believe yeah. so
1: yeah. yeah i believe it's like northeast area yeah i mean it's super i don't want to say like desolate but it's no it gets desolate out there dude yeah right no, oh yeah yeah like, i've drove from uh i've actually like drove from the buffalo area all the way across to manhattan and man, it is like, it's a really, it's actually a really cool experience, but it is a long drive and there is nothing out there. No, a lot like of farmland
0: radio station reception.
1: Oh yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. If you've ever been, uh, been to Canada, like up in Northern Canada and stuff like that, when you hit I the radio button, Canada. it just scrolls. all the, It just keeps going and going. There's nothing yeah. up there, man. It's well, wild. like a couple of years ago when Lee Pinkerton and
0: I went and picked up those Grand Prix uh, that just little crazy adventure, we had the whole thing. We're gonna listen to we're gonna listen to Christmas music. There's not even damn there's, like Christian
1: AM radio station. Those nope. freaking nuts, dude. Logging roads. Yes. But yes. The positive side is you can go like a hundred plus mile an hour down through there. So yeah. I guess there's nobody out there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were up camping in the Adirondacks, and I believe it was a QT fifty, but I can't remember. I mean, it's been so long ago now. Yeah. I think I was maybe maybe like twelve. Okay. 11 12 or something like that yeah, so. yeah yeah all right so and after that mopeds were always kind of the butt of the joke especially like in my family because my dad grew up around motorcycles working on muscle cars he's had many muscle cars over the years and so you know mopeds were always kind of a joke and so you know getting into it now and explaining to people no no they're actually they're really they're badass man these no. things will go Dude, yeah you ever went dude they're, they're for dorks a you're a dork
0: i know you are <laughs> right. we identify right. don't oversell yeah. it dude like i tell people right. all the time like i fucking play with the children's toy but know what? Yeah, it is my children right. some of my children's toys can go
1: 65 exactly though yeah like ever you ever wrote on one that's yeah going it's it's kind of frightening in some aspects of yeah. it. so yeah, yeah absolutely
0: it's that so, whole, yeah i uh, believe that that's the, the lightning lightning
1: first time mold. right yeah sorry for interrupting no 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 you're good you're good um, so, so yeah that's the year yeah <laughs> have
0: that all it. right no 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 i'm just i'm old giddy from shit but yes you after the qt50
1: well dude yeah <laughs> it's actually it's calming me out. down no no it's calming me down believe it or not um and so by the way johnny bench man big red machine come on
0: Dude, I'm not. Reds. Mid, I'm from Minnesota, dude. Like, never know, knew it. Right? Like, right? somebody else sent a few people sent me stuff about Johnny Bench. Like, I remember, I think it, I'm. We kept going through this town, like all these signs. It was, I can't. Patrick would remember because him, Patrick, Chad's husband. Like, because yeah. him and I, like, who the fuck is Johnny Bench? I'm like, who, who dude, is arr. this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It might have been Oklahoma somewhere, maybe. I really? Know. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe Arkansas. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it I, just kept saying. He still like, lives in
1: Cincinnati. Does he? Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big red machine, man. <laughs> but what's here? What's here about your first uh bullpen adventure then? Absolutely. So I think at one point in time I was looking for a motorcycle. I didn't really know what I wanted. I knew I wanted something vintage, probably like a seventies. 80s honda or something you know something easy to work on pretty reliable right so i got on uh, craigslist and i was looking around and uh this vespa grande kind of popped up and what uh, year was this uh so this was like two years ago okay so i think june june of 2021 was when i bought my first bike so i've not been what? at this dude yeah i've not fine. been at it very very long so um Bought this thing and really had no idea. I think immediately, like I looked it up and was like, "Oh, that's kind of badass." And uh, probably did a Google search and stuff and like you know looked at what was missing on the bike and and it actually is pretty complete. Um, so I ended up buying it off the guy, threw it in the back of my uh, Subaru Forester I had at the time, which leaked gas everywhere, which is total pain in the ass, right? Yeah. As we Where did it leak, I mean, we're did it leak to- from?
0: I, I know the Forester issues was it? It right. wasn't a gas tank leak. It was probably up near the fuel rail. Like a, yeah, yeah yeah and it had an
1: oil it had a real uh actually one of the oil sensors at one point in time started leaking out the top too. yeah pressure yeah. sensor yep. it was like leaking like crazy i actually took it to uh to a shop and they're like there's nothing we can do we can replace the motor i'm like man i let that thing sit because i had another car at the time and i was like yeah whatever i'll just let it sit around for a minute and i got on google and was like potentially what it is and they're like i'll oh, just buy this ten dollar sensor threw it in there mm-hmm. it was fine
0: Yep, but I thought it was he, a head
1: gasket ended up being a head gasket later on though. So, well, yeah, that's, As what they we, always do.
0: Yeah. That's how it's I last year about this time. Like I had to ditch my Forester. No, it was sometime in April. It was the same week. My boss totaled out my car when he hit it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. In the parking lot. It was great. You fucking idiot. Fantastic. He was a former boss. I quit that job. Ah, uh, fair. So yeah. Brandon, you're a fucking idiot. And then and then my Forester blew up so I had no car. Yeah, it was great. Um but no, dude, love you know, like, Foresters make a great uh rally vehicle for anybody who wants to know. But anyways, fair
1: enough. Yeah. Yeah, after owning a Subaru, I I've, I've switched to team Toyota full time for the most part, so big Good big car. fan, big fan. Yeah, so I ended up buying that that Grande and I was living in an apartment at the time, luckily ground level. And so uh I just brought it into my Apartment and started tearing it down um, awesome, it was dude. messy it was na. it's terrible like looking back on it man it was just nasty so much grease and dirt you know how that shit is so it, it kind of initially started as like me just kind of cleaning it and getting it like hopefully back up to a running state and the way that I am I just I love to like tinker figure out how things work and like really kind of get into the, the nitty gritty of it. And so I ended up pulling, or well, attempting to pull the petcock out and uh, it had just been jammed up in there. And if you know how a grande tank is like, you know, it's obviously built into the frame. Mm-hmm. So once that kind of broke off, that portion of it broke off inside of the frame, I was like, well, we're kind of going at this a little bit more strategic. So then I ended up just kind of tearing the entire thing down, rebuilt the motor completely. And so like when I was first starting to find stuff, I messaged well I had initially messaged the guy because he had a couple uh I don't remember what it was maybe uh some brake lines or something like that he'd bought and thrown in the kit or a couple new tires or something and uh asked him where he got gotten that stuff and he said Treatland. I couldn't find it he ended up sending me the link and I was like holy shit there's parts like galore for these things I I just yeah. didn't really know at the time right no eyes were kind of opened up so you know, what I did, I tore that motor down, obviously got me some new bearings and stuff. Um, I ended up opening up the intake patch a little bit and kind of like mildly opened up the port. But I uh, put a 1313 on it and, uh, you know, did the uh, the Proma circuit, did the whole Grande set up. And that thing would run 35 just wide out all day long. Sounds like a Vespa. <laughs> like all day long. Yeah, exactly right. Man. I, and I, I got long. a
0: bone of contention to pick right here. Jason, Moped Monday, I love you, brother. But the French game is not the dark arts. Maddie, I don't know who said that on their show last week. Vespa is the true dark, dark, dark arts. Because, like, everybody's like, oh, get a Vespa, spend two grand, go 45. There's some fucking ripper Vespas out there that didn't spend two grand.
1: And, That's absolutely right.
0: But, like, you have to – like. You have to learn the weird, weird Vespa game. Like French stuff, eh, buy a bedlock kit. You're going to rip. Just don't overheat right, it. Throw it on. It, throw it on. Put a radiator on it. You're good to go. Like Vespas. I'm, I've am i got, dude, I've had two square post cellos in my right. front, front porch. I haven't touched for two years because like I, I'm terrified of going down that road,
1: but I yeah, will. Square posts are awesome too, man. They fell into my
0: lap. That's, like, why Vespa guys hate me, because, like, dude, what? You got two square posts, and that you just – how'd you get them? I'm like, "Uh, one I just got for, like, 75 bucks. Somebody gave to you. And then, like, the scooter shop, Scooterville, a couple years ago, dude, I go in there, in like, wintertime, I'll go and bug them a little bit more because they're slow, and they're like, hey. Right, yeah, yeah. They're, like, watching, like, walls, basically. Like, hey, Jim, and then, like – they said, Hey, do you wanna buy this? I'm like, No, two hundred bucks. Absolutely not. And I kept on saying no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. And then they then finally like, okay, seventy-five bucks. I'm like, ah, fine. Okay. All day long, man. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, motor in a basket, blah, 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 but whatever, dude. It's a seventy five dollar roller. Um
1: Right. Yeah. So I built that bike and uh like I said, you know, it's funny, like transitioning. I've always like worked on stuff. I grew up kind of on uh, in the country, so always kind of worked on stuff you know, like throughout periods of my life working on old tractors stuff like that and like looking back at like how i've progressed throughout like just building engines in the past two years it's kind of come like you know like i've came a long way because initially i just kind of threw that shit together and was like have at it you know wasn't really checking for air leaks i mean i did slightly but like it just it ran and i was like oh it must have been must have been uh put together right so I, um, that's actually the same bike that I rode at the uh, Toledo rally. So, yeah, um, obviously, it's had quite a few upgrades to it since then. But, um, yeah, slowly kind of progressed to it. But I did uh, actually I do have a rigid, fully rigid chow that I ride around as well. Dude, and, there's uh, is it stock or no, it's not stock. So stock, it was I don't know, it was a fun bike. But like, man, it just it's way more fun kitted now
0: dude like that's what i'm terrified of because like my square post chow i rode one of them and then the seals went out and it's just sitting in the corner since so real lazy mo better but um that's the most thrilling 27 miles an hour ever right? like
1: <laughs> yeah um, the, the one that i have it i don't know it probably it's it's got a uh it's got a Polini kit on it 43 Polini. it's probably it probably goes 43 47 max Dude, man, on a chow I, that's flying, but on a chow that's rigid, it's yeah. absolutely frightening. Yeah, when you try to take turns and stuff, it is absolutely frightening. Yeah, I enjoy it, but like, man, it is—it's such a light bike, and mm-hmm. it's a good time. But yeah, once again, when you go from riding the Grande, which is almost like riding a motorcycle, to riding a uh-huh. chow, it's a completely different experience.
0: It's totally different bikes. A hundred percent agree yeah, with cool. you on that. Um, so you got your chow, you you got, you know. I think that's what we all do. When we first get a motor, we kind of, we make sure things are clean, but we don't necessarily understand about like, you know, planing services or really understanding, checking for air leaks. And like, you know, I kind of got lucky ish, but like then things happen um, for myself. But how long, how long did you ride that bike before you kind of found a local scene? Like I always find that fascinating.
1: So I, I, I mean, I don't know. It was probably maybe a month, maybe a, it may have been a couple of weeks. And I, um, I think it was on moped army. Cause I didn't even really know that that existed. Cause I was, I was, uh, actually when you asked me to jump on, I was looking back at like some of the timeframes and, uh, yeah, I think it was like a couple of weeks since I had gotten that bike started. And I was like, man, it'd be really cool to like, ride. Th- like this is fun. Like riding around by yourself is fun. Like going to the grocery store is fun, but like, man, it'd be cool to ride with other people like too bad there's not a Columbus club and everybody on uh moped army is like, dude, what are you talking about? Go ride with the moped beach club. So <laughs> yeah, I got acquainted with those guys and, and started riding with them and wrenching. And yeah, it's been a good time. Really enjoyed it. Some great people over there and extremely, extremely knowledgeable.
0: Yeah, they are. Uh, I love those boys. Um, super rad. I, I, I ran into them here or there or whatever, but um, so a few things that we always got to go through is, what
1: um, what was your first group ride like? It's a great question. I don't even know if I necessarily remember my first group ride. It's probably just nervous as hell not to run into people, you know? Because <laughs> you never, especially when like riding in a group, you never really know like how other people react and stuff like that. But luckily at 35 mile an hour, you're not necessarily at the front of the pack anyway. Yeah. So, um, but we have a couple people. Well, we had a couple people previously when i was riding or when when we were riding then which was a couple years ago that were much much slower there was an uh, older gentleman that had a really slow bike so there's a couple people that kind of lagged behind so there was always some space there but yeah i'm pretty sure that the first time i was probably just nervous as hell to ride around with a group of people just like i was in my first rally right like it's it's just one of those unknowns right and then you kind of settle in and enjoy it but
0: um when you talk about group rides and um riding and is Bone Pet Beach Club doing group rides anymore? Or
1: yeah, yeah, we're still doing. Uh, I mean, Sunday it's it's everything. winter, so I mean, I get yeah. it. Yeah, it's. I'm actually looking at my screen right now. It's nine degrees. Yeah, yeah, so, not 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 riding. doing a ton of garage stuff right now. No. <laughs> I like run out there and and then for like 15 minutes and try to like organize or like pick something up and then run back in to warm my hands up. But yeah, it's rough out there. Do you have an insulated so, no, garage endocrine. or not? I'm sorry, insulated garage. It is insulated, but so fortunately the top part is not. So I have like an attic space with steps. Mm-hmm. So I really, I need to block that off and then I can add a heater. It's it's in the plans, but it just doesn't. Well, I always it. recommend
0: uh, like the kerosene, like just yeah. the stack ones that like, not the force blowing air ones. Like, right. Right. That's what I have to do. But even then do like, I have to turn it on, like wake up in the morning on a Friday turn it on, go to work for a few hours, then I come home, then it's warm. But like, right? And also it's
1: warm enough to go out
0: there. Yeah. And then also another tip, if you're allowing your garage to go get hot and cold, hot and cold, keep a
1: dehumidifier out there because like, yeah, that's one of my other concerns. Yeah. it'll
0: Otherwise things will rust up a little bit, but
1: you know. Yeah. Rust in tanks and everything else. Yeah. Well, keep your cap on your tank and you're fine then. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, even if you run ethanol though, won't it? The thing about,
0: this is how I probably don't do it right, but um, so I run Sabre uh oil, and that has a fuel stabilizer in there, and I just fill my gas tanks to the top and leave them for just the winter. Just let
1: them sit all winter? Yep. That's what I do with mine, too.
0: Yeah, and then, because I, I did the whole, like, drain them out, all that stuff the first year. Right. I actually wrecked a Hobbit tank because of that, because, like, it rusted up Oof. and just, like, yeah,
1: I just completely toasted
0: yeah it clogged up the pet cock holes like yeah i couldn't get it cleaned out i was like fuck that i'm never doing that again
1: right yeah yeah, yeah i just kind of I, I mean i don't know i think even the probably the first time my first winter i went through i probably didn't even mess with it i probably just left gas in the tanks
0: i i probably did that too but then my second winter when i knew stuff it, but yeah i just feel pretty sure they're all full i should probably check that um, right yeah good <laughs> check that now not uh, nine degrees. No, I'm not going out there. Check it. I'll check it this weekend. <laughs> um, so you talked about like group rides. You guys do it every Sunday or every other Sunday? Or- yeah, we
1: try to do it every Sunday. Um, start usually like starting in the spring. Uh, it's a little. It's been a little difficult. Um, obviously not having a, a central point, but that um or a central shop. But that was kind of late in the fall when that when that all transpired, anyway. So yeah, but we typically meet at a gas station locally on yeah, kind of in the center of town, essentially, and, and kind of run on rides. So right on, yeah. I usually have I don't know, probably ten, ten to fifteen people show up, dude. That's awesome. That's super yeah. rad. Like you know, it's cool to be in the big
0: pack, but I always liked riding with like three, four people. Like right, yeah. It just it's yeah. a good
1: time too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just what getting down your... and stretching your legs what was your first rally like that was awesome man i did not think the hot dogs were as bad as you were stating i oh. thought the hot dog selection was fine <laughs> no no
0: no i hold the fucking zeros so the zeros rally was your first one it was yeah it
1: was oh wow how come how come you waited so long i mean you got That's other a stuff great question was just well like... so i didn't really have like a kid i don't know my grande went like 35 I just didn't really feel confident and hit like running to 35 because I'm not like I want to be in the back of the pack necessarily. I want to have the ability to at least cruise around and but I could have done 35 all day long. Dude, <laughs> like, people don't 30. see me
0: shaking my head next year is the year or this year is the year of the 24 mile an hour moped. I'm bringing stock shit to rallies. I'm here to stock fuck chow's. up dude, I'm here to fuck up chase. Like, I don't care. Like chase is going to have to sit behind me and I'm going to flick him off the whole time. Like I got, I'm not going to throw dude, people into so the bad. bus, but I have a few people who have like said, yeah, Jim, this is a great idea. Cause I don't care to go fast at rallies. Like, right. Yeah. I get that. I mean, it just, don't it always bites it me fun. in one way or the one way or another. If I've got like a yeah. fast bike in a group, it I've gotten. Yeah shit not necessarily crashes but just like it's you gotta worry about gas
1: all the freaking time which sucks that's the beautiful thing about yeah about those vespa's rotary intake man that saves gas like crazy Mm -hmm. well that i mean even with yeah that grande yeah thirteen thirteen. i mean i i hit you know 52 was was uh fastest head on stock points with that bike which is that's pretty good on a on a 43 dr kit
0: right yeah so dude that's moving on, on on yeah that's stuff dude that you get you, you you play at that black magic a little more dude you get that thing dialed exactly. like because you know it's true hobbits are most of these bikes like honestly between like a derby a pook and a hobbit they're all pretty easy now to go fast. There's so much information out there. Right, you
1: just throw it out. Yeah, yeah. And there's, I mean, there's so many kits that. I mean, even a Tomos, right? Like you just kind mm-hmm. of throw it together. Yeah, throw it together, and and there you go. Or throw a pipe on it.
0: Tomos, yeah. It's you throw you throw a, you pipe, throw a pipe. You throw a carb. You do some carb work. Slip yeah, the, yeah. Play clutches maybe a little bit. You're 45, 50. Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. I
1: dream. I dream of it being that easy.
0: Yeah oh like, dude It's cuz always you, yeah you want i'm punishment. always the butt of the joke <laughs> exactly no dude you, it's it's rad you're sticking with that vespa game but are you thinking about brand branching out over the next so, year or I, try, so or? I
1: have actually branched out so um you know as with everybody else i guess i, I kind of skipped over so i do have i did uh start i built out that vespa c that i have and uh talk about an absolute so that was actually my second bike so i bought that grande i was like oh this is fun but like man that depths engine looks badass and um yeah unfortunately that's not really the greatest way to go (laughs) like i I mean it's a great engine but like starting out as your second bike that's probably not there's a lot of things a lot of cool stuff you can do to get um you know goofy speeds um but essentially i built a race bike that is just obnoxiously loud I mean it's it's a very fun bike. Um it's still work I'm still working on a little bit of tuning uh portions of it because like part part of it is like people don't realize when you you know obviously you're tuning a carb to it, but you're also utilizing all brand new gearing. Everything is new and still kind of working in. And so while you're trying to tune and fight, you're trying to tune against uh everything else is kind of trying to break in. It's just difficult mm-hmm. to do. So Yeah. um, I would not suggest going all out on your second bike. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Talk about sinking some cash, but yeah, it was a good time. and it's a cool, it's a really fun bike, man. Once it, once it gets into the pipe, it's, it's frightening. It really takes out from underneath you. I mean, it's, it's fun.
0: Isn't that rad when you first start building bikes and you start building motors, like, and like, I was just dicking around with promo pipes, but like when I got my first actual pipe pipe and like, I finally understood what they meant by
1: getting into the pipe. It just. Oh yeah. 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 It's wild. Yeah. So I, I was like initially just ha- like struggling with this thing. Um, and, and to get to the carburetor, if you're going to build a big engine and you're going to do it with, on a Vespa platform, please for God's sakes do a side intake versus a chow is okay. Because you can get like down in, mm-hmm. but like with a Vespa C it's got that mono shock in the middle. Yeah. And to get to that carb is an absolute nightmare. It's I have to basically lift it up off of the subframe every time to even change a jet.
0: So I, I've seen Marie play with her her C's, and like I can't remember how she does it. I don't I think she might have to probably why she doesn't change jets a lot like <laughs>
1: now part of it is though that i have an aftermarket i got i got a subframe uh made by a guy uh, gp racing parts in italy oh, okay and uh it's just it's super beefy so there's actually like a landing it's a little bit differently built um where that bono shock sits so okay. I think that's probably part of it. It's a little bit more. There's just it takes up way more space. Yeah. So kind of a nightmare. Because I remember situation.
0: that's. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, like, my little bit of knowledge of that is the subframes are super weak, from my understanding. On the So when you, know, you get all the power.
1: That. I've not had like my Grande. It has the original uh subframe, mm-hmm. and that thing is solid. I I've never had any issues with it. I mean, I've went over some pretty like sketchy terrain with it too, and it's. I mean, it's held up pretty well, but, um, yeah, there's definitely some weak parts on it for sure. But yeah, that Vespa seed, man, that, that thing is crazy. So I, I was really, heavy, I was really struggling initially cause I was trying to figure out, you know, and it, it also, it's my, it was my first time utilizing a multi-stage carb, which is, which is obviously adds way more difficulty yeah. to it. Right. So I actually found out that the over range kit that Melosi sells Uh these the stock weights that come in that overrange, I I don't remember what they were, but maybe like eight grams a piece or something like that. So actually I don't know if it was like I don't know if I just was throwing shit at the wall and it finally figured it out. But I put like four grams in a piece or something like that. Or four gram weights in and uh took off from my garage, kind of pitted out and then I hit into that throttle, man, and the thing almost, like, launched out from underneath me. (laughs) Oh, that was part of the problem. Yeah, Um, that's the thing about any
0: varied bike is, okay, first you got to learn how to tune the motor, kind of. Then you got to kind of figure out how the whole uh, CVT system works. Yeah. And, like, there's certain people you get next to and, like, it sounds like their motors are just winding out, and they just go faster, faster, faster. Like CVT loves RPMs. People like absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. And then you look at all the different spring strings you can use, and man, it's just yeah. There's a lot that you can throw throw at yeah. it, man. So uh, yeah, with a yellow contra and yellow springs, that Grande will climb an uh, it will climb a wall, but it will only mm-hmm. top out of, like twenty five, thirty mile an hour. Yep, but that say. thing takes. Yeah, but when it takes off, you're like, man, I'm going to blow my gears because <laughs> it just feels crazy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, back to the conversation. I am adventuring into other.
0: You're going robot on I me. Mean, don't go too far and do it. See if we get the internet yeah, it's back. Really easy to... Okay, oh, there we are. You're good. Well, no. You froze okay now you're good all
1: good yep okay Rewind the last 10 seconds (laughs) back up a little bit yeah so uh yeah like i said um i am adventuring into other platforms finally so i guess this is my coming out news maybe um but yeah (laughs) so for for many years man i just the Vespa. i knew the platform i had all the extra parts i knew how to break an engine down i mean hell you could build and throw an engine together real quick right Mm -hmm. so uh I found a, uh, a Magnum, UPS Magnum, uh, for sale in Dayton, Ohio, drove over to get it and, uh, bought it for a hundred bucks. So in the picture. Jesus Christ. I was going to yeah, say how much got, they want for that
0: $1,500 Magnum.
1: So, um, in picture I got, obviously he took a picture of the good side, which I mean, knowing back then I probably, I, who knows if he, if he even knew what a good side, bad side was, but, <laughs> um, yeah, paid a, paid a hundred bucks for it. And, uh, when I met up with the guy I was in a, I mean, it's just in a real sketchy place, which, you know, mopeds are all yeah, hunting stuff down, right. Taking a chance. You're like, I could get mugged or, you know, all my money stolen cash only situation. Oh yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, you know, so, uh, yeah, I spoke, I was talking to the guy for a moment. He was helping me load it up and he's like, man, uh, we we run this business and uh, we just buy out barns and stuff and and that bike it came from indiana where they bought out a barn and just i guess they clear out everything that's like in in the barn maybe it's a state sale type situations or whatever but they yeah. had all kinds of like vehicles and all that stuff in this in this parking lot and uh he goes yeah we we used to just scrap these things but Somebody told me I could start making money just putting them on on uh Facebook Marketplace. So, I just started putting them on Marketplace and he's like it's crazy. They just come and get them. He goes, I didn't think they were worth any money. I'm like, "Oh my I'm, god." I'm looking dude. at it
0: right now. Yeah, it's funny. House. I'm like, "Dude,
1: please block me. Block my number. Do not do not <laughs> let me contact you anymore. I don't need any more bikes."
0: No, you do. And yes, right? you yeah. do. I know. Well, at least, like, get them going and turn them back into the wild, dude. Like, that's yeah. kind of what I'm just doing with Hobbits now. I tell people I'm not buying any, like, and I fucking hate selling them. Like, I right. hate I hate selling bikes because, like, I try to be honest with people, and I want to run them pristine. So I end up losing on the deal, except for the last one. Uh, this Brent really treated me well. Like, I didn't sell them. I just kind of got it tuned for them. Like Yeah, yeah super good guy i'm sorry i dropped the phone i'm looking all over your instagram
1: uh yeah but yeah i was uh yeah i was i was pretty stoked on it um and i actually ended up trading a derby that i had um i've had for a while i just never really fell in love with it and uh, it was a a derby it's okay it was a variant piston port you know it was just it uh yeah it is a fun bike for the time but um I ended up trading that bike. It, it was kind of non running. It um, had a couple of spark issues, so electrical issues. So I ended up trading it for another uh, roller bike. So I have a, a better uh, a better tank now for that bike. So I've dropped off uh, rims and frame to powder coaters already. So we're working on putting that thing together. But man, an E50, what an easy engine to build.
0: Yeah. Like oh I'm. My God,
1: it was crazy. <laughs> I'm getting
0: excited because I'm sitting here looking at this pook and like I have, see, I'm trying to be responsible and get some old debt paid down, but I'm also trying to get my baker. I finally got, I had my Baker's bike. I got to go through that motor. Actually I got to take that motor, put it on that bike. I had at the zeros rally that I ended up toasting. Um, So I got a, I got to switch that over, got to start building my Baker's motor, getting all the backup parts for Baker's again. Um, yeah, dude, I've just – and then I'm going to at least get one of my um, chows going. And then uh, – on fuck, I got to get – I got to actually start working on mopeds because then I got – I'm actually going to dig this 83 out of the basement. Nice. and And uh, this 83 Hobbit, that's going to be my, like, stock moped I'm bringing to rallies good deal
1: yeah yeah i have a stock bravo that i ride around for fun That things it's it is all beat to hell but i think i paid i think i paid like 75 bucks for it nice and it's just you know just one of those things just ride around you know wreck it into stuff you way or whatever something happens to it, who cares but yeah so uh what's your baker's platform this year what are you what are you riding dude i'm bringing the champ back um bringing it back bringing the bringing
0: the champ back you know i'm gonna just go hobbit get my hobbit on. Um, I'm not changing shit. Like, cause I don't like I'm there for the, for the camaraderie or the fellowship. This right. Year. Uh, yeah. At least that's what I keep telling myself. And like, I think Chad's uh, husband, Patrick was laughing at me about that during a Baker's meeting. He's like, Jim, you're going to get start riding, get all competitive again. Like, right, but it was exactly. still, but like the thing about it was like during the day I'm competitive and like, at night it's cool like chad and i sat and worked on our bikes like six inches apart like it's it's a fun thing like but during the day like i'm a dick like colby right. and I'll, I'll be the first one in a minute colby my chase driver can handle it like he can like i need somebody to verbally beat up and colby's a tough guy and he's <laughs> and he's not soft and he can take it and that's like colby i love him dude he's my brother like
1: yeah he, it's awesome
0: you need. That's why. That's the biggest quality in a chase driver is somebody to verbally abuse. Like, <laughs> right,
1: So Are you gonna ride it the whole time as well this year? Fuck yeah. Yep. Ride the whole time. Hell yeah, yep. man. That well, I did Hell last yeah. year. So, but
0: yeah, it's gonna be fun, right? dude. This year's gonna be great. You know, we. I think they got seven, eight teams already signed up, and it's no, only that's January. Yeah, that's quite a few going through we're gonna be going through columbus or i know
1: man on the fourth of july weekend that's rough i probably i probably won't be in town unfortunately where are you gonna be i know i saw that uh, my parents have a place down on a lake in kentucky so uh, we typically (laughs) we're gonna actually be in columbus on the fourth of july i know that's why i was like oh that'd be awesome man cool so you guys are staying i i I was uh listen you guys are staying in motel six somewhere is that right possibly like with a pool no this is what's gonna happen we're gonna get to the motel six colby
0: is gonna squat in the parking lot in his camper and i'm gonna get a room and like he's gonna he's gonna pull what he did last year like we pulled into one motel six and he stole power he's like dude I could do this all the time. And I'm just like, plug what, in, squat. Right. He's like, uh...
1: bring a water key, steal some water. Hey, whatever, yeah. man. I,
0: yeah. I love Colby. It um, all works. You know, I, I need, uh, actually I got the list of, uh, places. I need to make some reservations just cause 4th of July.
1: <laughs> yeah, Right. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if, I don't know if necessarily Columbus is a destination for the 4th of July. To be honest what? What? <laughs> what? what do you tell to yeah. i don't know about that man Boy, yeah, sure. you're
0: saying yeah. it's not a hot spot for the fourth of yeah. July? i cannot believe this
1: right believe it or not it is not a hot spot yeah i
0: want to start buying junk on the road this year like like during their time off like i just want to go get rent i want to like go moped buying on bakers.
1: you guys should do uh, you should do like uh, some kind of rally where because there's a international yard sale. You ever heard of that? Uh huh, there's like an inter or not international, but it may be like the, uh, the entire US, but they run it like down, it like connects from like the northern part of the states all the way down south. Like they connect a bunch of like main thoroughways, highway, like not highways, but like state routes. The, I don't know when they host that, but it's it's like I, a huge event. I like your idea,
0: but the problem is. Old people and loud mopeds equals them probably calling the cops on us as we Stop. go rolling by.
1: <laughs> Stots, that could be your twenty three mile an hour. Not on Bakers, dude. <laughs> I am flat
0: out going as fast as I can, breaking every traffic law there is, except for running tearing robots. it up. Yeah, dude. It's and like I, I finally figured it out because Chad, uh, I figured it out last year. You have to be. The first, are the third person going through town, because if you're the second, you're getting pulled over every time. Right? Yeah. I learned it's, that Jackson really Hole, like Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Fucking Sam. Yeah, Sam. yeah. Sam got Sam got away. I got pulled over.
1: Chad. It's probably because you s- stood out like a sore thumb, man. Everybody's driving around like you know Tacomas and stuff like that.
0: Well, they see one. Oh, what the fuck! And then they see the second one. Okay, I'm getting that asshole. Like that's right, what it is. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's wild
0: yeah um uh, so the zeros rally was your first rally um
1: uh, how come that one i don't know it was just proximity i guess i really wanted to hit Mopit, but i didn't i don't know the uh, schedule didn't work i think I was out of town for work or something like that but right what yeah do you do i to do um so i'm a, a vp uh of a um kitchen equipment uh, manufacturer rep is essentially what i am so but it's commercial side so uh we essentially i i work with uh, a lot of the chains based out of, of columbus so uh like a white castle wendy's um but we essentially manufacture rep for commercial kitchen equipment
0: awesome dude yeah
1: yeah so we wow. we cover a bunch of states now so yeah um travel every once in a while uh for work uh kind of gets in the way of mopeds sometimes so
0: damn them i know right <laughs> but that's also cool dude because he can go around and like a lot of mo- like you know the moped friendly cities by now and like just show up to yeah. ride night in the summer especially right like, that's that's, what that's I'd be a trying great to idea do. actually i know i you got lots of them a-
1: <laughs> yeah i know right yeah yeah i should start i should actually
0: do that
1: it's yeah. a great idea yeah i mean so.
0: that's yeah this coming is back one big, this is one big weird community and we love having outsiders go
1: like people from other right? communities come in i think that actually that's a great idea i should try to do that yeah you yeah, so guys I've, I've slowly built up like my instagram profile you know you continually have like you know people that you reach out to and talk to there's, just, there's so many cool people and uh yeah just what a unique hobby right kind of do you want to throw everybody.
0: out your instagram handle for everybody
1: uh sure yeah it's bs.bikebuilds um, BS obviously being my initials, but also for the uh bullshit that I put together. Yeah, so I kinda it, was, it, was it was a was fun kinda... play on words, <laughs> <I dig laughs> right? Yeah, I've lived with it for uh, for 30 plus years, so I might as well utilize it and yeah, <laughs> some kind of fun aspect. So, yeah, I kind of wanted just uh, wanted a landing page for some of the stuff I was doing, you know, and kind of throwing together and something kind of fun, unique. So,
0: yeah, yeah no, it's uh, you do a great job. I just um, I get Appreciate lazy that. and I'll throw a whole bunch of stuff up. Uh, Dude, it's so, it is
1: tough to continually put out like media. Like, yeah. I don't even know. Uh, we have a, a marketing girl on our on our team, and it's it's amazing that I mean, obviously she gets paid to do it, but like just to be creative about it and to continually do it. But then, like for you, man, to to constantly do that and, and put stuff out, I mean, it's a huge, it's undertaking. Yeah, to I
0: and like this year, I've been kind of, I've been lazy. I mean, I I want to be cool and say I'm I, I'm gonna be chill about, but like. I just, I don't know. Like things have changed a little bit for me. Um, and I just didn't have the drive. Like I once did like pretty much last fall, probably like I loved going to the zeros rally, but I was not there mentally. Um, yeah. It didn't that, your poor bike
1: either. That didn't help. Probably. Well, shit happens, dude. Like, <laughs> right. You know, exactly. I know. Shit
0: happens. I, I don't give a shit about that. Like it's just, it's just parts and time. That's right. all it is.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. Break shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever.
0: But it's just like I wasn't – I've been in a ch- little, like, transition part in my life again, but, you know, I fucking – I just love these stupid things. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's easy to sit on the couch and watch um, – a couple shows I watch, people. A, Vice Grip Garage is all right, but I've really gotten into Puddin's Fab Shop. And Mordsky's repair. It's just guys working on cars, and like, it's just shit I grew up with. I I, I recommend those really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's um, a guy I follow on TikTok that's got a machine shop out of uh, somewhere in Utah, and he's getting ready to do a couple of pilots with uh, Discovery Channel. Okay, but man, like he, I, I I couldn't, I can't remember the name of his uh, shop, but it is eventually coming out on Discovery. Mm-hmm. But that dude, it, it's incredible. If you like machining and like. Somebody that's like insanely detail oriented. That guy in his shop is just, it's amazing.
0: Like, I, it's I love
1: auto repair or something like that. What's Dave's it, what... auto shop.
0: Okay. Um, I think it's what it's called. It's funny because, like, I love to watch a good metal fabricator. um Jesse James, who I've met once or twice, I know people have known him really good. Complete asshole. Like, but just, <laughs> I've heard. Like, just crooked as shit. Like, I won't even get into like stories, uh, like friends who <laughs> dealt with him in his before he got famous. Like, right, but, dude. He when you're that fucking good at something, you you almost get to be in an, it. And I I hear he's right. You get a little bit since, this since, since he like really kind of found some real sobriety, you know, right? Like he's mellowed out a little bit, but like his fucking metal work is just insane. It's like
1: right. Yeah. I, like, even if you don't, even if you don't appreciate, like you can, well, I mean, like, even if you don't really like relate to it, man, you can appreciate like the amount of quality or the, the quality that he puts into like some of that stuff, man. It's just, it's fascinating to me what, you know, how precise they are with some of those machines that they're utilizing. It's crazy. I wish yeah. I could do that on, even yeah. on a moped level. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Not, I mean, it's not feasible, but like, no. imagine I mean, if I had that ability.
0: I know some talented people, and I'm not. I'll be the first one to admit that. But it's like, you know, even those guys on Bitchin Rides or Conductit or whatever out of Utah, um, they have this one, and I've seen the car. It was like a, they did a lot of a Cadillac, a lot in copper accents and stuff like that. Hmm. And it took them like 18 months to do it. It's like, it's unbelievable the metal work that goes into that. And that's, you know, I. I keep on meaning to get into metalwork and stuff like that. But like, I don't know about you, but the anxiety will build up and like, it'll just be like, if I can't be the absolute best, I have a hard time doing it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely that way. On the other side of that is though, you have to have, I mean, you have to have a decent amount of equipment to do it really, really well. I mean,
0: to there's, do it well. there's doing no. it
1: and then there's like really doing it. And like, yeah. you have to have equipment to do it right. Yeah. And unfortunately that takes up space and bikes can fill that space. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But No. no, I mean,
0: and like, I don't know, dude, I went through the whole chase and speed and like, I've talked to like my buddy Derek about this and stuff like that. And there's becomes a point where it's like, okay. Now, like, and that I think that was really my first four or five years into this thing. And now like the friendships I've met outside of Minnesota mean way more to me. Like, I, and that's what's so awesome about this. Like, and I keep, I have all these weird alarms. I think that was a wake up <laughs> alarm for a meeting I had a couple of weeks ago. Um, the friendships you meet are the friendships you can make in mopeds. Yeah. And
1: really rad. Like, absolutely. It's I a mean, really cool community.
0: From like the Zeros cool to, Mar- to like the Boston crew um don't down to the qcb the soft boys don't invite them to your rally because they somehow get the cops called on them all the time i just want everybody to know that um definitely don't invite qcb because they the cops get called um <laughs> love you yeah <laughs> um so how about you what, what
1: do you all plan on doing this year like what's your you know what what's your what's yeah, your plans Good question. Fine. So um, me personally, I'm, I'm still working on, I'm going to get this, uh, like I said, I dropped off the uh, the frame of this Magnum and uh, the rims as well down to a powder coater. So rebuilding, they got a, a treats reed kit I'm throwing on there. Got a nice uh, cranks uh, intake and uh, going to go with the 102 pipe. Just going to look for some top end there. And uh, yeah, get that bike rolling down the road. I'm going to, so I, I, I did, like I said, trade for a, a new tank. So um, I do have a new UPS – not new UPS, but a, a nicer uh, UPS tank. It's still got some scratches and stuff in it. Um, what was wrong with the original tank? So um, I don't know if the picture was on my – I don't know if I posted it on my Instagram, but the other side of that uh, of that tank was just – somebody had laid that bike down or something. So it was – I mean, it was just really dented, and it's pretty bad. Okay. So um, unfortunately, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily salvageable. I mean, it'll hold – it it hold fuel, but not for what I was really looking for. Um, so. my question
0: is, do you still have it? I do. I do. Well, maybe like look at like a PDR, uh, paintless dent repair shop.
1: Yeah. So I actually, uh, funny you mentioned that. I actually bought um a couple of those. Um, I forget what those tools are called. Yeah, They're like the bars that slide in and, and like at an angle. That is a real pump. art too like it is yeah I've been watching some videos it's really cool so but I mean man some of those tools are like crazy expensive so I, I just bought a couple of them to see uh see if I can do anything with it and uh mm-hmm. yeah potentially kind of mess around with that a little bit it's kind of a fun that's one thing that's fun about this hobby is like you know that for instance right you, you probably never in a in you know in a million years probably try to figure out how to pop a tank out, or a pop a dent out of a tank uh yeah, it's kind of what I'm diving into. So and I'm I just uh... breaking up on me a little bit
0: there Brian. We got uh we'll just banter a little bit. Yeah, definitely check out Brian's Instagram page. It's a fun one. And um don't forget B S period bike builds. Uh I think Brian is back now.
1: Back at it again? Well, yeah, it's that uh internet it's freezing
0: in, up. Well, no, it's that internet Ohio like you know things are a little exactly slow
1: right forget to pay the bills man yeah <laughs> it. it's it's now it's eight degrees it's freezing up a little bit ah
0: oh, that's freezing. obviously it yeah, I that's, that's got the, the problem mine's not even it's not even reading anymore um yeah whatever <laughs> but no dude that i got i want to do some pdrs because like all my hobbits have the hobbit dents you know from the forks that everybody gets on those <clears throat> um
1: yeah um that actually that that uh, nicer tank that I bought it actually still has even the on the front side right where near the forks it's mm-hmm. got those magnum dents in it so I think I can get to those pretty easily with those tools dude um, rad can pop those up. No, yeah that's, so that's that's
0: super rad um so you're working on that you're
1: working on that uh, ups magnum um and that side intake chow but that's gonna take that's gonna take a minute still yeah. trying to get that frame fixed up a little bit so. Oh, that'll be a moment. mm -hmm. Yeah. It had Mm -hmm. the, uh, so where, where you actually thread your petcock onto that's that nub had been broken off. So the frame was given to me for free. Um, but I took it to a guy that's, I mean, probably one of the best welders that he, he specializes in vintage motorcycles. So like 1920s Harleys, I mean, the guy does like insane work, right? He's a friend of my dad's. I'd probably, probably never be able to afford him had he not had a (laughs) relationship, right? Like cost me like 50 bucks to get that, uh, that crossbar welded into that chow versus, I mean, the welds on that are just insane. So dude, um, awesome. I took it to him. And uh, that dude is such a perfectionist that he refused to weld it on. Cause he was afraid it wouldn't hold. I'm like, it was a free frame. And he's like, I'm not going to put my name on that. So yeah. I got to, I'm, I'm going to find somebody else that will potentially do it for me now. So <laughs> just kind of threw a, it on the back burner.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just get a,
1: just find a decent TIG welder. Right like yeah if I you know I anybody throw it somebody yeah yeah um that metal is so thin though on the bottom side of that tank that's the only problem that's the concern yeah tank. then i you should i'll
0: send you a guy who's got a whole bunch of vespa trash playing around he might have a frame or two for you
1: um, oh great <laughs> yeah <laughs> then I uh i don't think i have it posted on there i got i found a frame like i, I think i paid like 20 Twenty bucks for it or something like that? Somebody had literally where the uh, engine mounts in a chow, they cut mm-hmm. it in half, like right behind where the, where I've the seen engine... that. No, yeah, you so should do still hit up. How far are you from Louisville? Uh, not like insanely far. Um, actually it's, it's kind of close to where we'll be down in uh fourth, of fourth of July weekend.
0: I know somebody down yeah, Louisville who's got a whole bunch of, but, uh, had, I preface that had a whole bunch of Vespa trash. Um, yeah, I'll throw. I don't know. I'll send you this stuff afterwards. I, I'm not gonna put them on blast like that.
1: Um, yeah, I really I'm, want a boxer. I think a boxer. Those things are cool.
0: Uh, I don't know Vespa the box. Boxes. Oh, the I know the Derby box, but I don't know the Vespa box. Boxer. Is it like? Is it tubed frame ish?
1: No, it kind of looks like a Derby actually. Oh, huh. yeah, kind of <laughs> cool looking yeah. little bike. But there's not yeah. there's not a ton of them in the U.S. I don't believe, but. You know what you got to do then? Hit up those. They're always, they're always good right? for the
0: rare, weird shit.
1: Yeah, I need to work through some of my projects I got currently already, man.
0: No, no, just keep on Just keep
1: piling them on. Like, See, at one point in time, it was only, like, Like I had multiple Vespa frames and multiple motors, like, torn down, but it was all Vespa stuff, so even if I dug into this giant box, like, I could put together the motor, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a big deal, and now I'm throwing in, like, Pook stuff, I got, and I, at one point in time, had some Derby stuff that was thrown in there, so now it's getting a little bit, it's a little bit more organized, I guess, than it was originally, but. Well, yeah, man, throwing together an E50. Wow, that is easy, huh? (laughs) I thought I messed something up at one point. It's like, this is goofy. It Um, It was a good time. No, getting diversified in bikes
0: and like realizing, like, I don't want much to do with French stuff. I have a French bike, and that's just because it was a lot like you with the UPS. I got that, I got a Mondial, which is equally as rare as a Grand Prix, but like, I think it's a better bike people, uh, the Grand Prix everybody loves. I I mean, I had mine for a bit and then I sold it to a guy around here who has money <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, I, because I found that Mondial, I'm a step-through guy. I, I want a girl's bike. Like I'll right. say it like, and I just, do enjoy
1: a step-through.
0: So I, nice. Yeah. I hate my, that's why I don't ride my Baker's bike ever like it sits in the corner all year because a it's it sucks to ride unless you're on a county road and you're wide open throttle it's not a moped anymore it's big heavy blah 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 um but dude that's what's rad about well that's
1: what's rad about mopeds but you can like whatever the fuck you like that's exactly right well Well, i never thought i'd probably go after a a magnum but yeah, I mean, for a $100, I have to.
0: That's you like- could do the ultimate butthurt build. Make it a
1: step through. Oh, that-, <laughs> that pissed so many people off. I like, know, you dude, know. it'd be great. <laughs>
0: if I had a $100 UPS, you're goddamn right, that's what I'd do. Oh, I- that'd be
1: so absurd.
0: I would make it a step through, dude. That would, <laughs> you know, I tried talking a few people into making uh converting a derby into a sax and i don't one person might we'll see if he does or not um i think because you see like people try to goof around like i think ed might have done that like threw it and slid a sax motor under a yeah, derby frame. Yeah. but he doesn't have the stones to do it i think right. i found I, I don't have the bikes to do it that's the problem or the time i think i found the person who's got the stones to do it i'm i'll wait for the spring to see if it happens
1: um <laughs> yeah, you can find plenty of sax motors man there they yeah. seem to be everywhere around here well you know what's weird um so my buddy's old man
0: has gotten into like mini bikes hmm. Artie cat made a mini bike
1: and they use some sax like 80 cc motor huh that makes i mean that's that's interesting I mean, but Sachs was a massive organization. I yeah. mean, they they made so many bikes. I mean, so many engines and stuff like that. So yeah, And they're still ma- sense, and They're but... still making
0: stuff, from my understanding. I think I yeah. believe,
1: yeah, or at least maybe it's branded Saks. I don't know if it's yeah, yeah, but but you know, dude, that's
0: again mopeds. Um, so what rallies have have you been looking at the rally calendar? Have you been planning?
1: You uh, been taking... briefly, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm not well versed on what what I'm potentially going to attend this year, but. I'm going to try to at least make it to two. I'm going to try to two is my kind of goal. That's it. Come uh, on. You're I, in Ohio, dude. You got to be here. They're a everywhere, right?
0: You're freaking central location. Like everybody wants See, to live there for three. that reason.
1: Right. Yeah. Two or three. I might try to make it to a couple more. So,
0: well, that's dude, you got hit the spring rally down in, uh, in Georgia. That's, oh, oh, too- yeah, that's
1: real. That's close. Yeah. Like how far
0: <laughs> is close for you? Like six hours? Depends on what part of Georgia it is, I, I think
1: it's uh Savannah or something like that. Savannah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like full. That's like, I don't know. Shoot, you're probably talking nine, eight, nine hours.
0: Okay, so you could probably. I mean, it's still, not like.
1: It's doable. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, you
0: should do it. I'm actually looking up. Savannah actually
1: would be a really cool city to ride in, too.
0: Yeah, that's what everybody keeps telling me. and I bet it would be. I got to
1: figure out my phone is
0: just this is what happens you get cheap phones people um you You save money almost one step up (laughs) i have unlocked phone from best buy that i use uh metro pcs uh service for nice one one step up (laughs) um but okay so where is that i'm giving calm you are working um i know quality quality podcasting here athens georgia so I oh think yeah
1: athens yeah that's right by atlanta isn't it uh i think it's like, isn't it a little north of atlanta i think a little north i don't know maybe. dude this I'm, is I'm, part of the country people are probably so pit. this is not part of the dude, country. the 15 yeah, people that'll
0: listen to my show dude don't worry about it are you the gonna make two it very... zeroes
1: do what are you making a little swap meet uh, I don't know yet. I, I did not sign up you? because I'm on the fence about it. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to be out of town for work. On the it's on a, a Saturday? Really, on a, it's a really unfortunate situation. So we have a lot of, uh, we, have, we have different, um, I don't know, like industry shows and stuff like that that we have to attend. Ah. So sometimes, I mean, it's not, very rarely do we work on weekends, but regularly, every now and then it happens, right? So you got to bite the bullet to enjoy the rest of it. Oh, yeah, so, dude. You but speaking of Athens, Georgia... Two extremely famous bands from the 80s, you know? News from Athens, Georgia? Not a clue. No? B-52s and R.E.M. Why did I think Devo was there, but that's close to genre. Isn't that crazy? Uh, like, that they both came from... I mean, they're those are two pretty good-sized bands. Well, uh, yes, I agree. Those two bands are being
0: from the same town. Doesn't surprise me, because, like, I knew they, like, were friends, and, like, they did uh... some videos together, so, like... Not too surprising. They did that song, Love Shack, that they played all the fucking time on MTV. <laughs>
1: Wait, was R.E.M. in that? Yeah. Oh, that shit, I didn't know that. I think it was Love Shack. Oh, Love Shack's definitely a B-52 song. That, it that, definitely yeah, is. I guarantee it was probably just played Or was it constantly. Shining Happy People? Shining Happy People was... Oh, I th- actually, you may be right. The B-52s may have been in that. Yeah, I feel like that was one an of R.E.M. Two. song. Yeah. yeah. And that was uh, Michael Stipes. He hated that song. Why? He made that <laughs> it like... Just, because it made him, I don't know, because it made him famous. I think he probably just thought it was like a hokey. I mean, it kind of is a little bit in a way.
0: Oh, it is.
1: When you but look like... at their entire catalog of music, I suppose that it probably... But also, it's
0: like, dude, you just like never have to work again because of this right? song. It's like
1: shut up like i'd deal with it yeah like just play it constantly
0: yeah i'll be a one-hit wonder i don't give a shit dude like pay me
1: (laughs) yeah uh uh, it was like years ago i saw like i went to actually was an industry event again but um they had put on like this big party in uh tonic the band was had played like they were like hey tonic's coming on stage i was like I was the only one in the crowd, like, younger that knew yeah. who it was. I was like, holy shit, Tonic's playing! <laughs> and then they played, if you could only see, like, four times. Like, they of if they played, they like, did. an hour and a half set, they played that song like four times. They're like, we know what got us here. So, like, <laughs> they did have a couple other, I mean, they had some other hits, but like, yeah. that was the only one that everybody like knew, right? So, it was Well, kind of like, funny. I've got this rotation now, like, for some reason I'm watching
0: videos uh, while I work out, and I forget what band it was and like the guy says like they've had a few like they had like most 2000 bands like they had a few other hits but like they have the one everybody knows he's like yeah dude I can never get tired of this because it's like you know having a winning lottery ticket and just framing it on the wall and getting like mad because I have
1: it's like what yeah yeah if they did MTV Cribs he'd be like it paid for this it paid for this it paid for that Yeah, Yeah, like right I'd be cool with that, even to get one hit, man. That's, that's yeah. where it's at.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, a hundred percent. A hit that you own and you get paid for it, because there's a lot of people who had one hits and they didn't get paid for shit. Um, right, well,
1: that's true. All but back, well, back stolen.
0: to <laughs> back to the mopeds and not music. But so you're not gonna be there at the zeros, which Don't is, a bummer. So. Well, it is a bummer. Well, that yeah because I think I'm going to, Andy has me talked into making a Minnesota delicacy, the juicy Lucy. Um, Mm. It's not that big a deal people. Okay. For some (laughs) reason, it's that cliche, you know, that shit your state has that like everybody gets fascinated by. And it's like, eh, like it's a damn cheeseburger with the cheese inside. And I've had one. It's, it's all right. It's, it's a fucking cheeseburger. Like, yeah, it's a cheeseburger, right? But I make mine with provolone, so the cheese mm. actually stays inside. Because, like, if you do it with the American cheese, you bite into right. it and it's like just, it just runs out. everywhere. Yeah, well, it right. just runs out, dude. It's like a bummer. But I am gonna be staying at Reno in Alexis' house, and I'm making macaroni and cheese one of those days, and I'm bringing some Minnesota cheese because fuck you, Wisconsin. Our cheese is better. Um, I'm bringing ghost pepper wow. cheese, and this Fantastic.
1: shit. If you like spicy cheese, yeah. I'm gonna be missing it, unfortunately. Yeah, you are. So wait, you're are you saying the curds are better in Minnesota? I don't give a fuck about curds, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Fuck
0: your cheese curds, um, dude. I don't give a shit. Like they're all right, but like, give me a mozzarella stick any day.
1: Right. Give me a mozzie stick. I don't know, man. Fried cheese curds are pretty damn stellar. They're it's good. Tough to, tough to beat it.
0: It's mozzarella sticks because because you want to know what happens
1: it tastes like the fryer grease yeah that's true yeah well i know that very well yeah if you don't take care of your stuff man it's just gross yeah and like i do something weird and
0: i think my grandma henry taught me this um i dip everything all my fryer food
1: in cocktail
0: sauce huh yeah i think it's like
1: an old school like a supper club thing
0: yeah it could be our norwegian thing i don't know Eh. you
1: guys have supper clubs up there? Used to. Was real big oh, in the man. 80s. Supper clubs. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. an
0: Ohio thing now.
1: No, believe it or not, actually, so there's really not any supper clubs that I know of, but there is a smorgasbord, which I've never been to. <laughs> but Too apparently, tight. I know. It's, a, it's on the east side of town. I've never been to it, but apparently, I don't know. I guess it's like a big buffet or whatever, but they call it a smorgasbord. Awesome. Is, no, like supper clubs were a big thing back in like the eighties,
0: there was actually still one, it wasn't open, but there was one building left that said supper club. Now, now, now I'm going to do some research. Um, on one of my rides I do by some of the small towns around St. Paul. And yeah. I always, I was always fascinated by the supper club. Like do you need a right. membership to go here or like, I, nah, I you I, just
1: show up and drink.
0: I don't
1: know. Prime rib. I think they just try to be a little extra fancy about it. But I will say, and I apologize to all the people in Wisconsin. I I did try a brandy old fashioned and man, that is just, I don't know about that. Yeah. When you're used to having an old fashioned with, with bourbon, it is brandy. That just, it's funky.
0: Dude, brandy. Brandy is just.
1: Yeah. Brandy. is
0: just a bad decision in general. Like. Mm. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I shot some good I I didn't do any Will D type of ones, but I did some really killer fireballs with brandy one night drinking. <laughs> that, was the, that was the only thing that was worth like.
1: Yeah, it's just not good. But that's like their state drink is like brandy old fashions, man. They're they're super proud of it. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't know about that. Dude, I'd never do that. Knew knew that. I'm
0: like twelve miles from Wisconsin. Like I <laughs> no. now i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna hear Not some great. shit from some people I, i'm guessing but whatever let me ask so you this pitchforks i'm trying to freaking think i was gonna ask you oh beef commercials was that a Ohio thing what is it beef commercial it's like like roast beef this was big in the 80s again roast beef sandwich mashed potato like the ice cream scoop mashed potato with
1: beef gravy over top oh big, we call them like hot shots
0: yeah that was a big DFW yeah. thing like i was explaining Oh uh, yeah i could see that yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah, called
1: call them hot shots i don't know why dude those things with the jam I, I i completely forgot about that yeah i thought you were i thought you were gonna bring up wendy's where they those commercials where they said where's <laughs> no. the beef
0: that's just like, like my buddy colby was trying to say he's like you mean the way no a goddamn beef where's commercial. the beef? yeah God damn people. where's the beef I gotta, man i gotta educate you guys on everything um, that down at
1: the smorgasbord
0: yeah you know what i guaranteed i guarantee they serve some beef commercials at the old supper clubs around columbus sure of that man <laughs> all right dude brian uh i can't thank you enough for coming on second so chance of podcast i'm gonna try to keep doing the skids some weeks we'll be here some weeks we won't Brian from Moped Beach Club, thank you very much for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. And don't forget, Mopeds are dumb. Appreciate you, buddy. All right. Thank you. Bye.